Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Blog Talk Radio. in between. Live from Los Angeles, California, welcome to the Paranormal and the Sacred Radio Show with your host, Shaw McCain. Hello, everybody. I'm your host, Shaw McCain. I'd like to welcome you to the Paranormal and Sacred Radio Show that airs every Friday night, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We have special guests every Friday night that uh, our special speakers from around the world, and we're very proud and happy to say that our shows are translated into uh, many different languages from across the world. I've gotten uh, many uh, messages in languages I didn't understand until I had that uh, translator on, and I found out uh, that we're very happy that we're in any language that happens to check in, all the way to Finland and Iceland and Brazil. So I want to do a shout-out to everybody around the world, and thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, during the show, I can take questions in order in chat, and you may call in with your questions and speak with our special guest tonight. Any buzzkillers in chat or on the phone, you know what's going to happen to you, so just don't do it. Play nice, and let's make this a comfortable place to visit. I just have just a couple of announcements. You know, as you know, my one of my best buds is Marilyn Salas, Captain Robert Salas' wife, and uh, she's a very uh, wonderful healer out in Ojai, and uh, she, if you want to healing, uh, meditation classes, and things like that, uh, go ahead and get a hold of Marilyn Salas at www.lovesblessing.com. And she makes these essential oils that are the, it smells like incense, and you just spray them everywhere, all over your head, on your neck, on your bedding, everywhere. And uh, it has a wonderful fragrance of incense. So uh, please check in with her and uh, over at www.lovesblessing.com. And she can help you out, and you can get your orders over there. So thank you, Marilyn. And then I want to let you know about a little place I belong to for many moons, I think about 24 years now. It's called CERO, and they also have CERO International. It's an organization that supports UFO experiencers and gathers together experts from all around the world for presentations. Yvonne Smith is a licensed therapist uh, north of Los Angeles, and she also has a Huntington Beach office that she can see you at, and she can also... Uh, do a tell tell a mark you know tell a whatever over the internet she can call you or whatever else so uh, there's no reason not to get a hold of her so just go over there at www.crointernational.com for information and any help you know you may or may not know I have cousins in Texas and I thought they were all out there in Massachusetts uh, you know busy putting bringing people at the stake and doing trials stuff like that I actually have cousins in Texas. And they do the Texas Ghost Tours. Their name is Chris and Tracy Simpson. And the Texas Ghost Tours are a two-hour walking tour in Galveston, Texas. 
and I love them very much. So why don't you go ahead and support them? Their their team is called Texas Ghost Trackers, and you can get a hold of them at 713-520-429. You can email them guest Texas Ghost Tours at Yahoo.com. Let me say that again. Texas Ghost Tours at Yahoo.com. And the website is www.texas-ghost-tours.com. And also, we're sad to report tonight that um, Harper Lee passed away today. And uh, her first note to kill a mockingbird was about racial injustice in a small Alabama town. We know they sold over 40 million copies, and it was a little small book, but it was intense. And uh, it became one of most of the beloved and most taught works of fiction ever written in America. Anyway, she died today in Monroeville, Alabama, where she lived, and she was 89. I think she just had another controversial uh, book just recently. And uh, we just want to say rest in peace, Harper Lee. You deserve it. And a uh, very w- wonderful, interesting person. Okay, so tonight, now I'm very happy to present part two. Last time we were talking about the Illuminati and the part one. And this part two, I wanted to continue with our conversation. And we're going to talk about, and the title tonight is Illuminati to Illumination. And we have on the line is Curtis Don, Don Vito, syndicated host of the internet radio show. I play what I want with Curtis Don Vito. I love that. It was very great. And Curtis is a singer, songwriter, artist, and frontman for the independent rock band Snoo. A multiple abductee and psychic clairvoyant, Curtis has spent his entire life communicating with angels, guides, and spirits from other dimensions. And then not for me, I put he's the only person I know that I can have a six-hour conversation with and then call him right back because I want to talk some more to him. Anyway, Curtis Donvito is will be sharing his experiences, his thoughts on the Illuminati, and insights. He's also sharing with us just just, uh, just before he starts uh, the news. They have some new shows and things coming up, and they'll tell us about that. And also joining us, happy to say, is this bandmate Kelly McGee, who's a lifelong mu- musician, former golf teaching pro, and most importantly, a guy who threw away his television set for good in 2005. I can't imagine that. But he has been reading and studying about the world power matrix and their manipulations via alternative media a minimum of two hours a day since 2005. So you know how screwed up the rest of us are because we're the only ones watching TV and he's not watching nothing, so he knows what's going on with us. Anyway. It appears that the Illuminati's main goal is to destroy national identities of countries, the church, control others, and eventually establish new world order. We'll be discussing this and more tonight. So I see that we have one of our illustrious guests on tonight. So let me get him aboard. Hello there. You're live with Paranormal and the Sacred. Who is on the line? It's Kelly. Hi, Charlene. Hi, Kelly. Oh, so glad to have you on. I'm doing really good and uh, very excited. Glad to be on. Uh, so glad that I uh, I rented a uh, room tonight to do the show on to complete with bulletproof glass. So <laughs> I'm, I'm very excited. <laughs> well, as I just said, you probably are more aware of what's going on than we are because we're sort of like, like in little cotton batting, you know, in a little cubby hole somewhere, just believing everything and uh, real cozy. But you haven't you haven't been uh, uh, hypnotized. Excuse me, I'm starting. And uh, thus, you know, we're ignorant. 
Well, I was what's going on. for many years, and uh, you know, you just I had to kind of break the spell. But you know, all the media's, you know, they're all guilty of ninety-five percent truth. So you have to take it all with a grain of salt, and you have to look for, you have to read as many sides of the story as possible, and you have to look for overlapping information that, you know, it gets confusing. There's so many sources out there, and you know, a lot of people think, oh, he gets all his information from the internet. You know, hey, I everything from the American, you know, mainstream media is on the Internet. I can get CNN and AOL and Yahoo, and it's the same stories. Like any any of it, Fox, they, they all have websites, and I get their narrative every day. So it's not like I'm, uh, you know, living in a cave under a rock and I don't know what the mainstream media, I'm, I'm patently aware of what they're saying, and, you know, I just cross-reference things. That's really all I do. I do. I, I enjoy it. I enjoy the journey of digging around and trying to find out what's really going on. And it's fun. And many others should do the same. You should experience the joys of doing these things. It's fun. It, it, it really is. <laughs> well, it's like a big puzzle. And, you know, when the pieces start coming together, uh, you know, I was actually... I was really kind of bummed out about uh, the skull and crossbones things and who started it and all that. I was into that one day. And then I started wondering this, whose bones are they? You know, so I started looking around trying to find out who the bones were. And then I found out that the bones were, I found this blog, and the most common belief in what uh, his great-grandson believes is that the bones belong to Geronimo. And I got, I know, so I got kind of upset about it. I went, oh, my God, they went and stole Geronimo's bones, and they cut a hole in the top, and so it has a little hinged door, and that's where they do the voting and cast ballots. So I didn't know if it was true or not, so then I started tracking down uh, Geronimo's great-great-grandson. And it turned out uh, uh, Geronimo, him is, uh, uh, oh, darn, I forgot. His first name you would never hear. But he, his name is too, and he has an unusual first name. But anyway, he's a thief or hero. And so he has actually uh, gone after the bones himself. And uh, he's saying Prescott took them. That's what he's saying. And he's heartbroken. And then he was the leader of his tribe. He's in New Mexico now. And he was a leader of his tribe. Uh, then he switched. Now he's a shaman over there. So not only is he a three-time decorated uh, Vietnam War hero, he is a shaman for his tribe out in uh, New Mexico. Very strange, wow. isn't it? No, it's it's great stuff. You know, it's you, you took the initiative to dig that up and find it, and most people wouldn't have even known about that. And so it's there's so many things to discover out there, and. It's all awesome. All we have to do is take the initiative, and uh, you know, I know we all love our couches and uh, things. You can do it from your couch. You get a little laptop, and you can have mm-hmm. your TV set on. Just get, you know, just don't be afraid to Google something they say and say, "Wait a minute, what did that guy just say?" <laughs> Google right. it. You're gonna find out all kinds of stuff, and it's it's fun, and it's uh, that's really what I try to encourage everyone to do is not so much much getting people to arrive at the same conclusions I have, but 
to the thing in life that we forget is we're allowed to enjoy the journey and that's part of the journey and uh for me anyways and so i try to encourage people to do those things i I, my one of my favorite lines is don't take my word you know don't take my word for it check it out for yourself exactly it's called research and it's out there yeah we all have the ability to read so yeah it's all good and you know, but before I got on the line with you, Curtis called, and he's having uh-huh. trouble. He, did he did he sign in at all yet, or have you got uh, him no. on the line? No. Okay, because he's but having. I can call him in. Give him a try because it's. He said he was getting some message from the from the radio station that he could only what say one sentence per minute. <laughs> oh no! Oh, okay, so. Uh, the call in the actual number six one nine nine two four nine seven four four, and uh, let me get over there and see. If, if it's an issue, I'll try to call back and set up a conference call. And get us yeah, through. and then I think we can do it. I'm just gonna I'm gonna go there and see what's up because I didn't have my Facebook open. Yeah, so that that was the reason. Um, call in at about six. So I apologize. Oh, that's okay. You know what? Sometimes there's a glitch with blog talk radio, and uh, especially when we're talking about topics like this, it always happens. I don't right. know why. How about that? And uh, I know, huh? And so uh, other times it's been, you know, so strange, but I don't give up two phones. So if they kill one be, phone. It could, be, it could be paranormal, yeah. It could be paranormal. I know because we're on, we're on to something here, and uh, hey, but uh, we want to thank you, you know, for having us back, and uh, uh, we're excited to, you know, uh, come on and talk about this stuff. Well, we you know we're proud to have you on because we need to be kept informed, and we need everybody's different views on this, and it's very important to me to have people from different walks of life to get on here and talk about anything they want to talk about. I listened and for to your us, intro. you want to talk about that? Yeah. I listened to your intro, and it said that, you know, these shows are translated into many different languages. So my question is, has it been, are you so widespread it's been translated into Navajo yet? or? Oh, Lord, I don't know. That would be a trip. <laughs> that would be a trip, but I don't know. <laughs> Uh, that would make that's, me nervous. That's when you know you're at getting... the top of the mountain. Yes. Well, I know. Well, what happened was is I got a message from Peru, and he was talking to me about this, some show or something, and I said, then I started translating it. So I finally uh, went through a translator and talked back to him, and I said, you know, how do you know this, and how are, how are you getting my show? He says, well, let me turn, turn, it automatically translates it. Right. Wow. So I didn't. I didn't even know that was going on. So I'll have him on in a second. I'm just trying to tell him if you are talking to him to just put his number over here because I'm calling from that phone right now. Wait a minute. I see something. Hold on a minute. Okay. I think this is it. I think this is hi Curtis. This is uh, the paranormal fifties. <laughs> You're live. <laughs> Yay! Hey, I made it. <laughs> you made it. You made it. You had to go through the ether 
and wade your way through uh, the blog talk mud, but here. Oh, I heard you what you were saying that uh, these calls tend to have problems with certain subjects, yeah, these right? Some it's a breeze and there's no problem. Yeah. Other ones, uh, I've had a, I've even, um, one time I was actually interviewing somebody that lived on a farm like out in Maine by himself and he had like a family of ghosts. And yeah. every time, I know it was very, he is, okay, so I'm hanging in there with his show, right? And I'm talking to him and everything else. When I ask him a question, I could hear like his voice and six others in the background Whoa. answering. It was like mm. a Greek choir. It was weird. So I just, so I got this mortifying, like, cold fear, but I kept pushing on because, you know, the show must go on, haunted or not. So yeah, yeah. I kept going. I kept going, and then uh, we hung up, the, hung up, and I messaged him right away. I said, you know, were your sound people on here? He said, yeah. And he, I said, can you please go back over this and tell me what you think? I even heard a cabinet open, like, creak open and shut, and he said to me he was alone. And it huh. all showed up. The voices, he said, yes, it's all really there. I thought maybe the wind was going through his house. You know how it sounds like people are talking wow. if it howls? But it was it was, uh, it was, was actually ghosts. I could hear him through the phone. And that guy, yeah. he's, he's living alone with them. And now he has a ghost wife and a ghost uncle and three little children. <laughs> I don't think it's right. <laughs> I don't think it's right at all. Yes. It went on with uh, very odd uh, noises that uh, sound like howling wind, but then I started hearing that it was voices and it wasn't wind. You maintained well, your composure. Happened. Good job. I, I know. That's the point. I was like, hey, I stayed calm in sight of fear. I was afraid because oh, I felt you? like I was interviewing ghosts. Yeah, I had a weird, you know, you get that cold huh? thing down your back. I had all the reactions of fight or flight. Well, that would make one hell of an interview, though. Interviewing a ghost. It really, I don't want to talk directly. I don't believe in talking to them. I mean, they talk to me, but I don't talk to them. Yeah, I know. I know exactly what you mean. I've encountered quite a few. Yeah, I don't want to get uh, any more than I can handle. You know, than I'm yeah. here and I'm I'm scared. You know what I mean? Because people oh, ask me, no. "Why don't you do more haunted houses? Why don't you go to a haunted house?" And but I'm I'm actually scared. Well, you know, they're not all bad. Really? Well, no, because, of course, because some are loved ones. You know. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, anyway, so last time... Is this the the ghost line? Something happened, and we started talking about this ghostly stuff. But anyway... Because uh, you were blocked, because I didn't even see you try to get on, because I was watching. I went, where are these guys? And there you are. I know. Uh, I yeah. So what were you guys talking about uh, before I made it through? What were we talking about? We were talking about you. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because no, I was trying we were, to figure out. <laughs> we, you know, I she had some questions, and she was just, you know, asking about, you know, um, alternative news sources versus mainstream media. And, you know, I commented a little bit on that. And I, I snuck in the fact that you couldn't really get through on the line. Yeah. And then we've gone on this quest to find you. And now we found you. So it's, it was, it's well, very nice. We're, we're both feeling much better now. 
Yeah. Good. Well, you know, I mean, that speaks directly to what you were talking about. I mean, mainstream, you know, I, I think that really says something about what the mainstream has to offer and what they want to get through and what they don't want to get through. So you exactly. kind of have to go which is certainly what this yeah. show is about, getting information out in, a, in an alternative fashion so that uh, people can get information they can't get through the mainstream. It's being it's good to, to read about the things that our media doesn't want to talk about, and it's out there. Yeah. It's uh, fascinating to listen to. And you really have to go out and with different points of view. And plus yeah. we can say what we want. You know, so far, you know, there's no censorship or anything that I've found on here. You know, they haven't mm-hmm. called me. I got, an, I got an award for my show, but from... Yeah. Uh, I don't know, some kind of a flaming throw dart. I don't know what they threw at me. But anyway, <laughs> well, here's your here's your reward. But anyway, uh, I don't know, I guess because I'm consistent and I keep trying and I keep going no matter what. Don't and stop. I don't stop because, you know, sometimes I want to uh, give up and pick daisies. Just yeah. go on the yeah. field picking daisies. And uh, But you know what? The, yeah, there's too much going on in this world that we need to talk about. So we were yeah. actually, uh, the last time we were talking, we were uh, using the definition of what is Illuminati and where it came from. And uh, we came down that, that as we we're discussing, there actually it means the enlightened ones in Latin. And, uh, yeah. you know, that they were really trying to gain control over mostly the financial aspects of the world. But... Uh, Actually, it's Many. going doing trying to do much more because I I brought up that I really thought they were trying to destroy the Catholic Church. They're doing a lot. They're doing a number on themselves anyway, but I think it goes deeper than that. Because yeah. how could like every pedophile on the planet go to the Catholic Church and go like what what is that? That's organized crime right there. Yeah, I know they keep getting found out, and you keep finding there's stories almost every day about some pedophile somewhere some celebrities, some uh, government uh, personnel being found out in some sort of pedophile situation. And that that goes back, you know, uh, to, well, if you want to talk the, the origins of the Illuminati, well, I mean, that goes way, way back. And we talk, touched on that last time. And it goes back to, to ancient times, you know, ancient Egypt and, and all of these things. Um, there were actually... You know, uh, reptilian individuals. So, what do you think about about this kind of draconian? Okay, so I was like, the, you know, uh, I have a lot of friends who said this. Yeah, there were off-world people who came to this planet um, who wanted to seize control. And that were that's really the origins of the Illuminati. And they presented themselves yeah. as gods, and you know they, they required sacrifices and all that sort of thing. And it's really where the Illuminati began, given uh, you know information that I've I've been able to, you know, gather on the on the whole subject, trying to figure out where all this began. And. Uh, yeah, it's it's you know, and they live below the surface of the planet because their their arrival here was during uh, you know many 
earth changes and cataclysmic events went underground. And then as, you know, the human civilization began to to propagate, they began to present themselves as gods. So this is a, a really deep subject that, uh, you know, goes beyond just the Illuminati. I don't know how far you want to take this. All the way. Let's All keep going. <laughs> I was thinking, you know, that that some of the people that I know that are big on the lizard theory uh, uh, actually takes it back to snake in Asian. Yeah, well, there there are, you know, uh, a great many beings out there in this universe, and all of them look like us. And some of them, uh, you know, evolved from uh, a reptilian bloodline rather than uh, mammalian. They were reptilian, and these are the origins of, of you know, where the depictions of the devil and all that with with horns and tails and all that. Well, I mean, they're actually uh, reptilians. And certain gods, and you know, uh, in antiquity, you have a reptilian type appearance. Anyway, there's you know, the origin of the Illuminati come from beings who were far more advanced technologically than than the humans here a few thousand years ago, and they present themselves as gods, and they were able to manipulate the. Uh, the surface species of of human beings who are quite okay. manipulable. Uh, yeah, well, sure. <laughs> Didn't really have the technology. And you mentioned something earlier, Charlene, about uh, the Catholic Church and the mm-hmm. um, maybe they're trying to destroy it. Or I mean, I, they've definitely infiltrated it. And you know, you you look over in whole picture of, of where the Pope fits in today, Pope Francis, uh, you look over in the Mideast about five years ago, and there was all of a sudden these, these things breaking out out of nowhere called the Arab Spring. You remember these? The Arab Springs. I don't. This is where groups of people were gathering and claiming they wanted democracy and they wanted freedom and they wanted liberty from the tyranny of this these terrible brutal dictators who were butchering their own people. Well, the, the reality of this was, was that these were not groups of people that were organically springing up. There, there was no Arab Spring happening. It was basically the United States and some other people paying some people to go over there and claiming that they, were, that they wanted freedom and democracy and all these things. And they, they were basically sent over there to stir things up and we were arming them and training them and you know for many years it was what are you talking about this is not no this is this is a real spring that's happening and it was just admitted here just over the last three or four months by our government that yes indeed we were we were funding these things we we, we did the same thing in, in ukraine and this is where the pope fits in interestingly this is my take on it We've never had a pope from South America. This is the first. All the popes have always come out of Europe. Now we yeah. have one out of South America. Well, the, the people in South America are, are pretty smart about what's going on, what they want and what they don't want. That's a huge block of Catholics that 
are not really going along with this new world order thing. And this is my prediction is that the Pope, look for this. And I mentioned this in the last show. Look for a Latin American spring to start happening Mm. here over the next year. And I think the Pope is going to play a big part in encouraging these people to do this or to claim they're doing this to foster in this one polarized world. I'm a multipolarist. I don't okay. like to see all the power coming from one source. I'm not really, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't like the, the idea of a new world order. And so I think the Pope is going to play a very important role. We'll see. I'm going out on a limb by saying this, but I think that's that's what he's there, and I think, you know, yeah. he's being used for this. We'll see. Well, it's pretty interesting to see the Pope getting involved with so many world leaders and getting involved in... Oh, yeah. Yesterday, he inserted himself into the presidential race. Yeah. He sure did, and he told... Uh, what's his name? Off? <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Yeah, yeah very... Uh, well, we not the presidential. Seen. I shouldn't call it the presidential race. I should call it the presidential sweepstakes. I'm sorry. Forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> the Publishers Clearinghouse oh. Presidential Sweepstakes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I know, but I want my million dollars, so I'm going to go for it. Gather I'm around your TV sets, and we're going to find out who the winner is. <laughs> I'm going to have 30 million magazines coming through the mail. But anyway, uh, you know, it was so strange that he called out Trump. I mean, this is historical as far as I'm concerned. You know, he's in effect calling him a big, his big jerk, you know. I, I, I've never heard of this before. Yeah, at a point when the Catholic Church seems to be marginalized, all of a sudden he's a, a world leader and a, and a voice to be reckoned with in, in policy around the the planet? I mean, what's going on? Well, he seems very eager to address all situations with an open mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not against the Pope. The Pope. Don't get me wrong. Guy. We've just never seen a Pope like this before. No, we haven't. No. And, you know, I, I think it's, it's you know, indicative of, of what's happening and how the veil is, is being lifted. You know, the, the, the Vatican has had a great deal of influence throughout history, but it's it's been marginalized in the mainstream. But now, all of a sudden, the Pope is somebody that everybody wants to talk to. It's very bizarre. Yeah, and yeah, I, he told. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sure. Well, no, I just I'm going to say that I was watching him. He almost duked somebody out in the crowd. Because this guy literally pulled on his robes, almost pulled him over the fence. He told the guy off. He got mad. Yeah. I think he's. I think he's present. I think that's what's going on. He's not, you know, kind of parading in the background or anything else. I think he's real pre- present. You know, so he's going to get in the fray. You know, we're, we're talking about you know the alliances with the Illuminati and so forth. I mean, the you know the, the Vatican has been very much involved in all of these things. You know, that may be controversial to, to, to say that, but, you know, the Jesuits took control of the, the Catholic Church, and uh, the Jesuits are, are culprits in all of this. I mean, whoever the Illuminati is, whoever may be, you know, uh, pointed out, they may or may not be a part of it, I feel that 
the Jesuits were one of the original architects of the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I, well, this Pope here, he's definitely the first Pope, I think, that's, that probably owns a cell phone. You know, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's not on Windows 3.1, you know, he's he's... Yeah. He's networking and he knows what's going on and uh it's a whole different world Very now for different. He's saying things yeah, like, you know, if there are, are aliens out there then you know they're all a part he's of the I'm just interference. It sounds like a hallway. Well, we touched upon this a little bit last time about the divide and conquer strategy. And, yeah, the Catholic Church is being, already has been divided. Christianity has been divided into Catholicism and Protestants. And that was a big big play. And now the Protestants have been broken up into, I I couldn't even name all the, the different, factions of Protestant side of things. There's even hybrids, the Episcopalians, and it's just been so divided that it's it's very easy to control now. Yeah, it's sad to say. It's sad because you can have, you know, five different religions in one, at one family table, and some think they're better than another. It's, it's very effectively uh, separated people. Well, absolutely. That's been by design. Yeah. yeah, and the best way to lead the opposition, the best way to lead the opposition is to lead it. <laughs> yeah, infiltrate it and lead it. Yeah, it's, it's got nothing to do with the teachings of of Jesus Christ. I mean, he never said anything about you. You got to follow one religion. It was like you know, he was like, look under a rock, you'll find me there. I mean, they were all connected. And you know things that I do, you sh- you shall do, even greater things. Yeah. He's not saying that you got to follow some some religious leader or some sect or 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 follow a, any any given prophecy of some you know some somebody like the Pope or or uh, it's like hey we're we're all connected we're all into this together we're all God's children and, and that's all you need to know. Do want others you would uh, have them do to you, and what's that got to do with uh, with politics? Which is basically, I see religion as politics. That's where it's led, yes, and uh, and that's probably and by design. You know, our our topic of discussion is how that we've have all been manipulated, and we were controlled, and and you divide and conquer, and and we got to get away from that. This is this is where we're heading now. The veil is being lifted. The mere fact that we can have uh, a conversation like this on the radio, through the internet, podcasts, all these different alternative sources are giving everyone a voice. And we're seeing that people are waking up to this. And you've got to turn off the mainstream media because they'll tell you it's, it's otherwise. You know, this presidential race, for example, is is trying to tell us, oh, you got you got people divided down the middle and... You're either a Republican or a Democrat. No, not at all. All you got to do is look around the internet, and you'll find so many people waking up to like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. crap. We're not buying yeah. into it. 
these terrorist threats and all that. People aren't, aren't even responding to that the way they used to. They just, you know, these viruses, oh, we're all going to get killed by the Zika virus now. And, and, and people aren't buying it. You know, for for a couple of decades now, it's like every few months, it's like there's a new deadly virus that's going to wipe us all out. Yet, a year ago, maybe less ever viruses. We were talking about Ebola. And then it, they yeah. dropped that story like, oh, yeah. like a hot, just done. Yeah. They just, they're all, it was all everybody they're, was they're, talking about, and then one day just done, done with it. Yeah, they, they're a one-trick pony. It's just like, oh, they're not scared by this. Okay, we'll come up with something else. Yeah, it's some disease, disease. And work. this one, that what you like what you said, uh, Curtis, about the Pope. This one, the Pope said it's okay to get an abortion if you've been exposed to this virus or pre-something abortion or something like or we use birth control. I don't know what he was saying, but I was quite shocked. Yeah, what's up you with that? You know what that? I mean? Yeah, I'm not talking about what side of the fence I'm on. I'm just saying he said you can use birth control if you're in an area. That's what he said. You can use birth control if you're in an area where this fly is because these poor babies are being born with little little brains. And uh, mm. uh it's a it's a sad thing, but he said to use birth control. I, I've never heard a pope ever say that ever. No, no. Actually, I I saw I read a report recently that was blaming it on GMOs, which uh, could very well be it. That it's, it's not some virus. It's it's the propagation of all the uh, genetically modified foods. Well, you know, twenty years ago. One out of every 210 babies born uh, basically had Down syndrome, mm-hmm. Tourette syndrome, things like that. Now it's now it's at one in 30. Yeah. Oh my goodness. What does that tell you? Are being diagnosed? Yeah. Well, the cancers are another one. Is that when I was little. Um, the, my people I knew didn't say that word out loud. They said the C word. Oh, he has a C word. She has a C word. I was thinking, what's the C word? And I found out that it was cancer. Now everybody has cancer. Every other person. It's not just like one. I mean, it's almost like every other person has cancer at some time. Yes, I know. It's everywhere. And uh, it's 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 the GMO foods. It's uh, the stuff they're spraying in the air. And it's, uh, once again, sorry, folks, cell phones. It's really, really big problem. All of this stuff. So you, you got to watch what you eat, and uh, you really should get rid of your cell phone. I'm sorry. I know I'm the only the only voice out there saying, sorry. Because uh, we want phone. I haven't got yeah. I haven't got an Apple yet. I want to at least give me one of those before I throw them all away. I don't think you I'm, notice. But, you notice how I'm totally ahead. silent as you say that. Yes, yes I know. <laughs> I know everybody's addicted to them. <laughs> well, I have to do it because of my business. But you know the work I do. I know they they've made it deliberately so that you can't survive. In this world without a cell phone. Oh, my God. If you could see what was in the air right now with the, with all the, the signals, oh you, you, you wouldn't be, would be able to see across the street if it were visible. 
Did you hear about the new anti-aging drug that they have? They are now letting people know about. They were giving this drug. You know, and I forgive me. I don't know the name of it, but uh, if you Google it, type two diabetes drug. You know, uh, anti-aging. You, you'll find the name of it, but. Basically, they found that people that were being medicated with this for type 2 diabetes were living longer. And, you know, they made it sound like it was some amazing discovery. There's something that they just come up with. Well, I, I read deeper into it, and I found out that they had known about this thing since, like, the 40s and the 50s, and they've intentionally kept this from us. And, you know, you, you think about it, it's like, if people live long enough on this planet, they they would figure out what's going on. It's it's yes, exactly. It's yeah, it has to That's be cut short. This is really the biggest problem with our society is that human beings don't live long enough. We're all, but they we're all, should. And you look at things well, yeah. like colloidal silver, which is a natural antibiotic. You don't have to go get man-made antibiotics to to rid yourself of a cold or an infection. You know, you can get colloidal yeah. silver. There's Vitamin B17, which most people have never even heard of, uh, which is a vitamin which comes from the the apricot kernels that are inside of an apricot. You know that hard thing? You break it open in the middle of that hole. Yeah. You break it open, there's a nut inside. Yeah. I eat those. So they're, they're actually can, really yeah, good. Yeah, I do too. And you can eat them. And there was civilizations that, they basically lived off those things, and there was never one documented case of cancer in the entire history of that group of people. And a guy wrote a book about it back in the 1950s, I believe. It was called A World Without Cancer. And he, you know, of course, the B-17 was was uh, banned by the FDA. But basically what, what studies have shown that is if people were to eat three, four, five of these little seeds every day, it would be virtually impossible to... To, to get cancer. Uh, in many cases, not stage four or stage three, but if you catch it early enough, stage one, stage two, uh, it's also called laetrile or vitamin or yeah. B17. It, it can knock it out. It's a lot, of, a lot of amazing stuff. A lot of people go down to some of the clinics down in Mexico. In fact, Steve McQueen tried it uh, when he passed away, but it was too late. It, you know, it can, But as a preventive type of thing, it's been proven that it does work, and it's it's more stuff that's being withheld. Um, yeah, there's not. Colloidal silver. Colloidal silver was the original antibiotic. Correct. Yeah, mm-hmm. but once they figured kills out over that eight, they... kills over eight hundred different types of bacteria. In fact, yeah. it it was the only thing that they found that was not alcoholic based that killed the anthrax. Not only the anthrax bacteria, but the spore. It even killed the spore. And so yeah. when there were all these anthrax yeah. scares back, uh, you know, around 9/11, they were the the government, the Homeland Department of Homeland Security was actually considering purchasing a, a, a huge stock of colloidal silver to for emergencies. Yeah. Well, Which, it works because they're putting it in bandages and they wrap it around. Let's say people have open wounds in their legs mm-hmm. or extremities, so they mm-hmm. they have it uh, inside the material and they use that that uh, colloidal silver inside the wrapping mm-hmm. or uh, the batting and they wrap it and it, that's that's a wound care. It's it's like yeah. top of the yeah. line now. 
They can treat lettuce with it to stop salmonella and all kinds of a lot of yeah, anything like that. using it for that. It's yeah, amazing. well, you know, where do you think that the term, you know, born with a silver spoon in your mouth came from? Because yes. it was you know, originally the the rich, you know, they had silver utensils, uh-huh. and they didn't get sick. That's correct. Yeah. The little kids were I didn't know that. Interesting. teething on silver spoons, and, and they didn't get sick because it was killing bacteria, and yeah, true story. Or you'd watch the cowboy in the Western movie, he'd, he'd, he'd put his canteen in that filthy trough of water in, in the middle of town where all the horses were drinking out of. He'd fill up his mm-hmm. canteen, and then he'd drop a little silver nugget in there. Which made you know you leave it in there for about ten twenty minutes and you can drink the water. It's really amazing. It's, it's really good to know too. And you know, this yeah, uh, Hello. Yeah. Hello. Can, did you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're kind of oh, good. Okay. All right. So. Uh, I was thinking about this whole thing and about uh, the Illuminati controlling, um, trying to control people's brains. Are they also controlling, you know, the medicines and the the medical research? Of course. Of course. But the thing is, you can't. Companies are can't, one of the strongest lobbies we have. You can't. Uh, you can't put a patent on colloidal silver. You can't put a patent on apricot kernel seeds. There's no money to be made from it. Yeah. <laughs> That's why there's chemotherapy and there's radiation and all these other things. Yeah. Although they're they're trying to patent all all organic matter with the GMO foods. You know, they're they're going around trying to replace every species of plant with a genetically modified patented version. Wow. If you're aware well, of I know there's yeah, I know there's seed banks counteracting that too. People are busy doing in their gardens, doing heirloom seeds, and they have uh, seed banks where everybody's sending yeah. these unusual seeds. And I think, you know, I, be- I believe, and I believe in us. They are, but I believe in people are always going to counteract it. You know what I mean? Because if this is a yeah. war, this must be a war against good and evil. Well, yeah. I mean, that's one way to put it, but yes, it's pretty much what it is. And and all of us becoming enlightened to these things is the key. This is the key. Because we, we need to wake up, and people are waking up. If, you know, if you want to know how to combat this, what you can do. People always yeah. wonder what they can do. Gather information. Become aware. Because it's, uh, it's really just going to come down to enough people being aware of what's going on, understanding that there's something wrong, and once it reaches critical mass, everything will shift. You don't have to you don't have to protest, you don't have to get involved in the political process if you don't want to. I'm not saying don't do those things. If you feel that it's your calling to do that, then do it. But if you're not sure what to do, just gather information. Because eventually enough of us will get it we'll realize that uh, something's being put over on us, and we will make different choices. That's the first and most important thing you can do. If, if you don't right. believe the things 
that we're talking about, that's fine. But don't just listen to the mainstream media. Go out and get Eventually, the information we get is is so important because if 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 someone is out there controlling the information that gets to us, then in essence they are controlling how we think. That's the point. Is that a you fair, know, I was is, thinking, is that a fair yeah, assumption? Yeah. Yes, because I've been thinking about this too, and that uh, I have been. You know, I had to go to college and learn psychology and all that to to, to do what I'm doing now. And we used to study uh, the brain, and I became interested, and so I would uh, go to every extra lectures and everything else, and uh, besides, you know, how drugs act on the brain and things like that. However, they always said that we have a reptilian part of our brain, which is called the limbic system, and it's located at the back of our head. Yes, they, that's what they call it, the reptilian brain. I've heard it all, in my whole career. Reptilian brain, yeah. and now to hear all about the reptilians, there is we they yeah. call it limbic system, and it's the back one that gets us fight and flight, and our cruelty and our coldness and viciousness is in the back of our head. The frontal lobe is where yeah. the thinking and altruism comes from. Mm-hmm. Yes, that and that stems from a hybridization between the species. That allows us to be as cold-blooded as we uh, can be at times. Yeah. <laughs> it does, and it's there, uh, but if we, if we all have it, if we all have it, then we're, you know, I just wonder why they use that particular word for the system, well, you know, how long they know. Exactly, well, yeah, and that's exactly what it is, you know. I mean, if you look at the formation of uh, the human fetus, it starts out with a, a little reptilian tail. Right. Yeah. Right? Yes, there's been a hybridization right. program that's gone on that goes back, you know, uh, I think 300,000 years ago. <laughs> Plus, when I was a kid, when I used to get, when I used to get stoned when I was a kid, you know, my friends used to tell uh-huh. me I had lizard eyes, you know. So, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> You know, well, yeah. that's what I had a problem with this when I was back in the day drinking, because I would see people that were lizards. You know what I mean? Like they had shifting faces, and then I. <laughs> My God, what were you drinking? That's why you know <laughs> tequila, but I didn't know. Wow. I didn't know. I used to think, you know, you're you're actually out of your mind. You know what I mean? That's why I you're think you're crazy. You're not supposed it, to eat that worm at the bottom of the mouth. I, I only did that once. Now, were you there? That's not right. Anyway, I didn't do that, Mom. I didn't. If my mother's listening, I did not do that. But anyway, I did do it up in Ray and Jay's place over there at the green store. I did. That's where it happened. This is a confession. Now that my resilient brain has been activated... But anyway, I was this is happened at my desk yesterday. I was looking and I was thinking, damn, like this or whatever. I was just looking like that. Yeah, I need more lotion. I was thinking like, can I do listen people? Know they're lizards at first. Hmm. That's what I want to know. 
Well, you were cutting out a little bit there, so I didn't catch all of that. Okay. Yes. Do lizard people know they're lizards? Well, of course. Look, the the, mm-hmm. the, the reptilian people don't look like us. They look but like we us. have, okay, a lot of people don't know that some people have a reptilian brain. They don't know that. And then, then there's another thing about the brain that's very, very strange. It's this way that, okay, we all know that they've said throughout the ages, now we're talking to ages, you know, that eye, the third eye, right? It shows up yeah. in everything, even the Masonic thing. It shows up in Egypt. It shows up in everywhere. And yeah. uh, we actually have a little gland in our brain, the middle, actually it's right in the middle of the brain. And what they found is it's a cone. And the cone that this pineal gland is, is the same cone as your eyes. Yes, the pineal gland That's looks odd. very odd. Like the pineal gland looks like a ball. It's got a, a lid. It's got a lens. And that's the It's third an eyeball. Eye. Yes. Yeah, basically it is. And it looks it upward. It is. It looks straight up. So we have an eyeball in our head that looks straight up. Yes, and that's where you you get uh, ESP psychic information. It's it's the the lens for you know what you could consider the sixth sense. That's really odd. Yes, and they've you know, they've so attempted the third eye to is shut really that an eye. They didn't. Yeah, well, yeah. that's and, what I'm saying. That information becoming, they don't become, want that out either. No, it's become calcified, and one of the uh, the agents of calcifying your pineal gland has been uh, fluoride. Fluoride gathers in the pineal gland, it calcifies it, and it pretty much clouds that eye. Wow. Yes. Fluoride is a poison. And it affects the pineal gland directly. Actually, I just saw a, a recent survey or, or a study that actually they came out and said that uh, uh, fluoride is a neurotoxin. Mm, boy. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me a bit. It's terrible. It sounds like yeah. lead or something. You know, it's just yeah. terrible. And I can see how this could all relate to, uh, you know, controlling people, but... What I wonder about the people that want all this control and power, uh, and this is how I related it, you know, since we've been talking, since the last time we talked and I was doing research and stuff, is that, uh, okay, now, let's say you are controlling the world crop, you know, the biggest percent of the world seeds, the biggest percent of meaning food and everything, the biggest percent of the medicines and chemicals in the world that you control all that, and you're busy giving it and selling it because you want to get wealthier and wealthier and wealthier. You know, you think yeah. these people would be smart realizing once you introduce that into our environment, their kids are getting it too. There's no way unless they're in the little spacesuits that they're going to avoid any of this. You know, they're poisoning themselves. Yeah. Well, believe me, so you then know, I on the highest, about, levels, the, the highest yeah. levels, the 1% of the 1%, they know to stay away from that stuff, and they've got their own stock. They've got their but homebrew, yeah. Even, even the lower ones, yeah, wow. they are exposed to it, and they're just considered expendable. 
When you look at control, take a look at the health. You know, we now have mandatory health care here, and I think what it's going to lead to is mandatory immunizations, flu shots. Well, I think they, that's where this is going to lead, and who knows what they're going to give everybody. Uh, yeah, they've been attempting that for a long time. And, of course, everybody, every time somebody comes out and says, oh, don't get vaccinated, right, they make fun of them. They say, oh, these people are crazy. Well, yeah, there's controversies. Parents won't let their children do this, and the children are forced to. And uh, Yeah, schools yeah there's, are, there's a struggle yeah, going on. But eventually, the child can't go to school here unless they've had their vaccination. But this is part of the, the control of the Illuminati, is they create the very problem that they're going to solve for you. Of course. All these all these viral scares. And once they get to the point to where, uh, yeah, you know, health care is mandatory, everybody has to do this, everybody has to do this, and, you know, there's going to be, oh, there's an outbreak, which you may not even know whether it's true or not, but they can certainly conjure that up in the media, appear to be so, and now you have everybody in line begging to be stuck in the arm. Yeah. <laughs> or wherever they inject you. Pretty scary. Yeah. I've never is. had but a flu shot. I've never had a flu shot. I did. Because I'm with so many people. But uh okay, I heard like two sides of the story because uh it's you know, uh, and uh, vaccinations. That's what I'm looking for. Have you know eradicated really a lot of uh, horrible diseases like polio, scarlet fever, yeah. uh, this and that. So well, that's good. It depends and, on, on and then, what resources you're looking at because uh, I, I've seen studies that say that uh, the polio vaccine actually caused more cases of polio than it cured. And, and what that about polio got wiped out because it was already you know, on on its way out, it was it was naturally being eradicated on its own, and they just sort of conveniently took credit for that. Now, I'm not a scientist, but uh, you know, I've heard some people that I feel are pretty credible who've actually pointed out uh, the information and, and presented charts and uh, scientific data that suggested polio was already on its way out. And that, in fact, the polio vaccine caused more cases than it, it uh, cured. I don't know. Uh, what about some of the children? Now, okay, because the only reason why I'm saying this part is because I was reading an article on it, and it was from one of the children that never got vaccinated because I guess uh, if you go back to the hippies, you know, their kids, some of them, they didn't want vaccinated, so they grew up without being vaccinated, and they said, they want to just thank everybody for giving them every known disease. They came up with scarlet fever, all this crap we never hear about. And they yeah. just said they were tormented as a kid because they had uh, smallpox, chickenpox, this, this, that. You know what I mean? They were sick, you know, and they were resented not having, you know, shots so they didn't have to get all that. So what do you think about mm-hmm. that? That side. Oh. So you're saying that these these hippie children didn't yes. get the diseases? They did not. They got get... everything. They got them oh, all. They got, they got all they the diseases. It. I think yeah, some of it is good. So they didn't get vaccinated and they got the disease. Is that what you're saying? Yes. 
That's what that's what I'm saying. And they were mad because this one girl, this woman, now she's a, a younger woman, said, I got everything, you know, from diphtheria to whooping cough to, you know, whatever it was, she got it. You know, she didn't get polio because I don't think there's any polio really around in America. Well, you, but she really got, got everything and she resented really it. Look at this. You got to look at this, okay? If certain diseases were being put into the population through vaccines and those diseases were communicable, then sure, a hell of a lot of people are going to get them. And it's it's sort of cloudy as to whether or not the vaccine prevented it or caused it. How do we know? The chicken and the egg here. Yeah, it's rough it can, because it can, it can be good. It can be bad. You know, it can be good. It can also give everyone a false sense of security and build trust that you know. Gee, sure. look at the statistics of what happened with polio and what happened with measles and chickenpox. Well, you know, now we've got another problem. You know, certainly they're going to help us out. We don't know. Uh, just recently in Syria, we all know how how bad all the Syrians are. Anybody who's Syrian is bad, and they just mm-hmm. got uh, a bunch of uh, a bunch of their children just got shots to prevent measles, and 36 of them died. Oh, was that, Lord. Yeah. Was that intentional or was it a coincidence? Terrible. You know, the, the people that produced these, you know, vaccinations, you know, did make some concessions. Oh, yeah, it was a bad batch. You know, we're sorry. Uh, mm-hmm. People that get epidurals, there was a, just an outbreak just a couple of years ago of people that were getting epidural shots, and many of them died, tainted. I almost got one myself. It could have happened to me. And uh, that was right here in the States. So, Wow. Yeah. I guess people are going to have to be wise. Uh, there are stuff in the air that we have vaccinated against that if we didn't have them, they're going to get something. But uh, I think some things have been eradicated, and then there's new stuff coming up. And uh, yeah, but they're actually getting medicines. Yeah, there's new diseases. Well, where, you know, they're actually these... being able to – I don't know. You know, they're actually being able to manage AIDS now, and, uh, you know, and people's HIV levels are going to nothing. You know, it's 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 amazing when we thought, you know, people are just going to die. This is a death sentence. Now we know their lives can be extended, you know, with medicine. So I'm really, I, I don't know, like you said, chicken or the egg, but it's a concern. I do believe in medicine. I don't know what to say because, you know, what? one of my dreaded times that I ever feel like if I was ever there and what time, I've always said it since forever. Everybody says, what year would you like to live in? Or what was the worst area you didn't want to live in? Medieval. I don't ever want to go back there. Yeah. You know, during the dark ages, no way, no no toilets, no, you know, no way. I'm not going I would back. say any period in history where there was no Novocaine would, would be. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Would, 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 would not be good with me, okay? Yeah. That's going to be all that pain, disease, and no dish, no tie, no dishwasher. <laughs> so uh you know it's um i know it's like the there's the good and the bad and uh what i resent is that there is there, yeah. i resent you know, the is the control factor we have, well we have we have heard curtis and i heard this that, they, that the illuminati would love to 
see the Earth's pop population reduced to how many, Curtis? Um, 500 million. Correct. That's what the, the Georgia Guidestones state that. That's Incredible. their ideal. Now, what are we at now? Seven billion. Yeah, more You've than heard that. People say that you know that the whole idea is if there's a World War III, it would be to reduce the population by ninety percent. That would be pretty Which close 90%. to ninety percent, going from seven million down to five hundred or seven billion down to five hundred million. Mm -hmm. um, right. Close. But what's ninety percent? Ninety percent. But it would be Which much one? more manageable. So. Sure, they they could just yeah. Well, yeah. Could do it. Which ones would be pretty indiscriminate, of course. But you know, it, it, it's interesting mm -hmm. when you talk about medieval times because I was, mm -hmm. found it rather curious that uh, you know before that you had Rome, which was uh, you know pretty technologically advanced. They they had sewer systems and you know aqueducts and roads and and all this stuff. And then after the fall of Rome. We get the dark ages, and all that went away. All that technology just yeah. vanished. People used to take baths. You know, uh, they they had they had surgery and medicine that was you know fairly advanced, and then it all went backwards. What's up with I that? I don't know what happened. It was horrible. Even you know, I mean, why, why would you abandon technologies on that level? Just abandon them for for the next thousand years. Before we begin to get a back, very, very, very strange. Now you, you got to think. Well, let me finish this thought because when you think about it, as 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 I put these things together, you know, you get the fall of Rome, and then you get the Roman Catholic Church, which I say the Rome just transformed itself into a church, and at that point, you be you get rid of all those technologies, and we go into the Dark Ages, and people are di dying of diseases and. And they're they're just living these horrific lifestyles. Well, that's also you know at at a, at a point in which we kind of have to uh, you know surmise that that's when the Illuminati really began its you know rise. So maybe all that stuff was deliberate. Maybe they took those technologies out of uh, the hands of, of the, the mass population. And we began to get diseases, and and uh, I mean, just think about that. How does that strike you? Well, it sounds like a plot to me. Yeah, it's a possibility, and it sounds like a plot to me because I dread it because I feel like it could happen again. You know, well, don't yeah. make enough people sick, get them stupid but, but enough, and it makes no sense to me that we would get the dark ages after. Rome. Right. It doesn't make any sense yeah, to me that we would abandon all those technologies. Well, if they keep technologies from us, I mean, look at what they keep from us now: truth, information, yeah, uh, all kinds right. of things. It's, it's not anything new, and so yeah. It's, I mean, look at the, you know uh, another point in more recent history. You know, Tesla. People are talking a lot about Tesla these days. I mean, he invented a free energy device. He would broadcast electricity to all the population. And Westinghouse said, no. He says, I can't make any money off that. You're just going to give it to everybody for free? So that, you know, we, we could have been living a much different lifestyle if Tesla had been able to give free energy to the public. 
Right. But Westinghouse said, no, and I have to be able to charge for this. There's many people that claim there there already is a cure for cancer. That this is being yes. yes, and and in fact, there are a lot of people. If you look around the area, you'll find a lot of cures for all sorts of things. But they can't outright say this will cure cancer or this will cure your disease because the FDA will come after them. It cannot be stated in any way, shape, or form that this is a cure for anything. So we, we've got a government agency saying you can't put that out. Even though statistics, you know, and, and their findings prove that it, had, it at the very least is a, a benefit. But no, you can't say that. So it, it's, it's pretty right in your face. Yeah, and if, if we watch who is benefiting, uh, but the Illuminati uh, is very secretive. I mean, as we were last time about that, they're out there. They tell the truth if you ask them what they're doing, but they never. I guess they never really tell you the whole truth. They're, they really do practice the, the occult, and they've been around thousands and thousands of years. And as we brought up before, they, they kind of have some uh, – like a Jewish Kabbalah, they have they've kind of followed these uh, guidelines. And it's just not a religion. It's just not this. It's extremely well structured, and people are in very yeah. high places. They are not just the wealthy above the law, who don't don't even appear on the wealthiest people list in the world. You know, they're secret, yeah. and then what's driving them? Is what I've seen is power, money, the control of life and death of others. And and who would want that if you do believe in a lower power? To me, I think it goes back to a lower power that hates everybody anyway. <laughs> well, it, it, it's, it certainly does appear to be uh, a satanic occult practice amongst these individuals. And it, it's apparent... Now more than ever, I mean, uh, just look at music, popular music, where you see satanic rituals, uh, you know, at uh, the Super Bowl and in music videos. And you've got pop artists who are supposed to appeal to kids, yet they're, they're, they've got symbols, Illuminati symbols. And, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's like right in your face now. You got TV shows all over the place. They're all satanic. You've got monsters everywhere. I mean, every other show on television involves some sort of demon or something, and it's it's like, what's going on? This is bizarre. I think it's called Lucifer, and I can't watch it. You know, I just haven't bring I can't bring myself to watch it. I know. Yeah, I can't do it. He's if he's if he's a good guy. And, you know, he's trying to bargain with God and whatever they're... Uh, I don't know what they're doing, but for some reason, I have not been able to look at the show. It's just like, yeah, don't watch this, because you have to kind of watch your brain and what you put in it. That's the way I feel. Well, you know, I don't need more information. It's wrong. You know, yeah. I mean, you you don't have to boycott it. You know, I, I, I actually no, watched not. the first episode just... of that show, and it was, you know... It, it was somewhat entertaining, but it was just bizarre that, you know, oh, I don't want to be the devil anymore, you know, and I want to help people now. It's like, what is going on? That's a big lie. <laughs> what is what is the message here? And, 
because you know the Illuminati has been in control of the media for so long is one of the first things that they they manage to get control of because they can control what we see and what we think and and what information we're supposed to have and everybody believes oh if it's on TV it's true you know or if this idea is is not something that they want us to believe in. They make fun of it. You know, you, the whole UFO thing. Everybody, everybody on the news just laughs. It's like, oh yeah, here's another UFO nut. Uh, it's it's. I don't know what they're laughing about. You know, especially since it's so serious. Now, to me, okay, we could have just gone all live. You know, I've experienced it, so I know it's real, but. You know, go along with what everybody's making fun of everything. But how about all the people that are dying that have anything to do with this? Uh-huh. That's what I wanted to ask you guys. There's a lot of people passing away that in some way are involved either in UFO or into the paranormal, trying to get stuff out there, that they just passed. We've lost a lot of people, a lot of different ages. Right. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of times under, you know, very suspicious circumstances. Yeah, suicides or or accidents, yeah. and it's like, what the hell happened? You know, uh, Justice Scalia just just died, and there's a lot yeah, of people out there. Just going to mention that. Yeah. Uh, and it kind of looks that way because you know uh, his body wasn't autopsied, and it was it was cremated like the next day, so that nobody could autopsy his body. Oh wow. And that uh, <clears throat> kind of breaks <clears throat> breaks the deadlock, you know. Replacing him with the right individual can swing things the other way. So look for a interesting Supreme Court decision coming up in the very near future. Yeah. Sands yeah. Justice Scalia. <laughs> yeah, because I've been thinking about that. Like, I wonder who that's going to be, and if they put what's his name up there, forget it. I'm not gonna say his name, Clarence. I'm not gonna I really I'm not gonna believe another damn law that comes down the pipe if Clarence is at the head. I'm not it's saying which powerful, Clarence. Pretty powerful branch, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But this is part of the control too, you know, they people talk about how great democracy is because it has quote checks and balances and to a degree, yeah, I okay, it sounds charming, but how many times have we seen over the last 20 years where certain votes have been uh, made on certain issues and the voice of the people has been heard and overwhelmingly uh, in support against something, whatever yeah. it may be, only to have it overturned by either the Supreme Court or a Ninth Circuit appellate court, whatever. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah. You know, if it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's just a lot yeah, of very odd things going on right now. We yeah, we, we understand that you know, you, you people voted for this or against this, but unfortunately <laughs> and and yet nobody does anything about it. Nobody says anything, oh well No we'll get I, them next course. time. And and it's it's just interesting to watch. Yeah, because the the only things that people respond to are the one are the the stories and, and the news that gets repeated over and over and over again. You know, it, it's interesting. When you'll see a story that, that uh, seems, you know, very important or shocking, and then it, it's never reported again. Right. That's okay. really you, true. You don't, don't hear, 
you'll hear other things like, you know, Benghazi getting repeated to death. Right. Right? There's certain issues that they want us talking about and they want us focused on and other things that they just do not want us to even see. Right. So you, you got to pay attention. you you got to look to alternative sources to find out these things. Or if you do hear about something, look it up. Right. Well, we had our own thing here in California, because I know we're all here in the the West Coast. We've had our own thing, and somebody just sent me a picture of something they saw in the air on on the West Coast. But we've had a lot of uh, strange sightings, and uh, they're saying it's uh, something coming out of the ocean. And there was a lot of disinformation about it. People who were there standing under it and saw that blue ship light, whatever it was, they said yeah. it changed direction. It just didn't wasn't a missile that went and land somewhere, or fell to the earth. It said it changed directions. It looked weird. Yeah. You know that disinformation, and now it's gone bye bye. We're all used to it now. Okay, go ahead, right. throw, do another blue one up there. And we're right here, and it, it was beautiful, and people were seeing it. You know, I just got somebody just sent it to me yesterday. A picture of one of those, I think. There are more sightings now than than ever before. And it's it's uh, hell. You can go on YouTube and, and look up uh, UFO sightings. You'll find a ton, just a ton of very recent sightings and things. Yeah, you know, even footage from the space station of objects fl- flying around out there that are very obviously not uh, just debris or comets or space dust. I mean, we're seeing a lot of stuff now. And I think it's being allowed, actually, because we're, we exist in, in a time where disclosure is being pushed for. Yes, and it is. The, the Illuminati or the Cabal or whatever, they know the jig is up, and they know things are about to shift and things are shifting. But what they want to uh, try and do is regulate it. They want a, a controlled disclosure where you, you, you're starting to see a lot of things now, even in the mainstream media, where there are things being spotted on Mars and, and different comments, you know, the the ninth planet that, that was just announced right. a few weeks ago, right? Yes, that's right. To come out. It, it's too obvious, and it's it needs to be disclosed. Uh, there's, there's, there's a fight going on between different factions that... Uh, really are pushing for disclosure of everything. But what's left of uh, the cabal, this Illuminati structure, is pushing back against it. And they're trying to regulate what we get to see. But I think this rash of of space news Mm -hmm. is evidence that disclosure is happening but how much were we going to get is really up to us to demand. Yeah. Well, Stephen Bassett, I just went and saw him talk actually here locally, and he was talking about, you know, he pushes forward and he's doing it very aggressively and he goes to Washington and all that. I had to commend yeah. him at pushing it forward like that. But I told him, I said, you know, I actually don't know how you can keep doing this. When I asked him, he said he never saw a UFO before. And I, and I asked him, I said, well, about experiences, I said, I said, a lot of us don't push forward like this. He said that's why he was doing it. He said he, he said he loves to litigate, argue, go, and he's tough. He can do it. And a lot of experiences have PTSD. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that takes a lot of energy in, uh, to do it. And, you know, another thing I want to talk about is that I was reading this uh, report, and it's by a guy named Otto Bender, and he was talking about how many deaths, because that's what we're talking about, people missing. Now, uh, at least what hit by his count, and that's just not in the last couple of months, because there's more the last couple of months, 137 flying saucer researchers, UFO writers, scientists, witnesses have died. Like uh, wow. under like very mysterious, so we're talking heart attacks, cancer, weird yeah. cancers, yeah. you know, and outright examples of murder. I mean, uh, you know, um, Thomas Reed, I don't know if you've seen him on the internet or anything, but his whole family was abducted, him and his brother have all this. They killed his stepfather. They actually sealed the room off and put poison in the vent. And this happened in Massachusetts when he was a kid. And do you know that room is still taped off to this day? Mm-hmm. Very, uh, very powerful people doing these very hurtful things to people. And, you know, I just hope the young ones will uh, pick up and carry the torch and, and keep moving forward. Uh, I'm sure yeah. the people that we would consider Illuminati uh, would like to see people just lay down, you know, and probably teaching the But, but, but we're but beyond that. The yeah. momentum is on our side. Okay. Yeah. And you right. really, you really need to check out a guy named Corey Good, because he's been a part of the speaker, secret space program for uh, several decades, and he's coming forth with everything he knows. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you everything that uh, I've learned from him. You need to go check him out for yourself. And some of it's yes. going to sound like fiction, but I've heard enough things from him that lead me to believe he's telling the truth. Because there's certain things that I know and Charlene, there are things that you know and mm-hmm. if you start listening yeah. you'll, you'll go, oh yeah, okay uh, yeah, I know that's true. And it, Well, I just looked him up right now. So here's go. Here's Corey Good. His first name is spelled C-O-R-Y. And he's talking about the blue aliens. And I wasn't aware blue of any kind of blue the blue aliens. So I have... <laughs> not, not aliens, avians. Avians? He says yeah. A-L-I... Oh, you must know something. This is the way they're writing it about. But uh, I have seen these blue things, but uh, they look like cats to me. So I had to embarrassingly go to my group I belong to and tell them I had dreamt about blue cats. And they're very friendly. And they're... Aliens and okay. Oh, the blue avians are here to help us ascend. Okay, that's the question mark. So you guys can find that. If yeah. I could find it that easy, you guys can find it. The listening audience. Yeah. But, uh, well, you, you you may you may have you know, some of these dreams of yours may may have been them. I don't know. But yeah, blue well, avians. They they, they're, they have a bird like. You there? Hello. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, you keep catching out, so... Sorry. I think I turned my head a little bit. We don't lie. Let's just push on. Just anyway, yeah, you've been contacted by them. These are... I have uh, been contacted by the blue ones. I know it's going to sound strange to people that see, think I'm halfway sane, but I wasn't the only there, one there in the room. I do. Yeah. So I, I, will, I will talk about it in my next book, but anyway, the... Uh, it happened again recently. 
So, you know, what I did is I took it to this group. Now, this group are very open-minded people for most part, and they're artists and they're movie people and they're, they're experiencers and they're producers and all that was there, you know, every different kind of music people, of course. And anyway, hey, when I mentioned these... The group I yeah, belong to? Yes, okay. we're talking about the same group. Anyway, yeah. so they kind of shot me on because I said I got visited by some blue cats. And they looked at me like, all right, okay. And then it occurred to me at the same time, thank God, because I saved face with this one. I said, didn't Egyptians worship cats? And they looked at me, especially Jack, and went, oh, my God. She said, I think they were painted blue. I said, I think they were. Anyway, I think there's, yes, I'm so shocked that there's kind of this affirmation, but it took all my power of walking past the embarrassment to just say, okay, I saw these things that look like blue cats, okay? I've never occurred yeah. to me to think of a blue cat. I don't I don't relate to it at all. But now I have to. And then when I realized, like, a, some part of my brain opened up, because that's why we have to persevere and keep talking to everybody. You've got to talk because you're you're actually processing through little blinders yeah. we're putting on our brains, you know? That's right. So I processed through and I said, they worship these cats. That's why it's the only positive experience I ever had with any of that stuff. I don't I don't like the, the alien abduction thing. It, it, yeah. I don't feel enlightened by that. You know, I fight, but the blue ones are very kind and loving and blah, blah. So recently... Yeah, they're, they're not all bad have, out there. Just, yeah. Some of the ones that, you know, like to take us, you know, they, those guys aren't very nice. They but aren't they're, nice. They're not flawed. They're not flawed. Great, great pe- people. You know, I'll just refer to them as they people are. from other worlds because uh, a lot of them are really cool. But they don't they don't come down here and save us or anything because that's our job. They're not going to get involved in our, you know, changing you know our whole civilization. It's it's not their gig. It's not what they're here to do. They're going to monitor, you know. And if we're doing things mm-hmm. like you know, you know, exploding. You know, nuclear weapons and things like that. They're they're going to come down and, and try and stop that, which they've done. You know that. Which they've done. We but know. they're not going to come down and, and just land on the White House lawn and say, "All right, we're going to fix all your problems." It's not what they're here to do. Well, if they do say that, they're wrong. So it's not going to fix our problems. Especially yeah. since a lot of this is just it's a, a bottom line spiritual problem, and we need to. You know, be honest, direct, awesome, loving people and take care of each other. There's no reason why anybody should starve or, or go without or don't get an education. I really don't get this, what we're doing now. I don't no, know why we're reading. Well, it's it's not us, you know, as, as you know, a mass right. population. It's that one small percent, uh, which is what the, the whole topic percent. of the show is, who yeah. maintains a control system, a control grid, on everything that's been happening, you know, for what looks like the last couple of thousand years or more. So it's time for us to wake up because we're the ones that are going to save ourselves. Don't don't look to somebody else to do it for you. Save each other. Save each other and ourselves and helping others and ourselves. It's like that. The more altruistic you get, the the happier and safer you're going to be. It's not the more stuff you get; it's the more you give. Which, of course, which and actually, that's really that's really human nature. The vast majority yeah. of us are 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 kind and and giving and loving, and and we like to help each other out. 
It's just that somebody keeps getting in the way. Yes. Okay, right. so that's the part I wanted to get to because actually we're at uh, seven thirty right now, so we're hour and a half into this. So uh, let's uh, talk about. I have a couple questions I wanted to throw out there, you guys, and uh, uh, I wanted to know a, a couple things. How is Illuminati affecting the music industry in Hollywood? What do you What do you think uh, their goal is there, and how they're affecting it? Well, you know, we're with all forms of entertainment, if you can present a controlled message, then, you know, you got people. You know, not just on a conscious level, but on a subconscious level. And it's uh, it, it's pretty, it's become pretty obvious, you know, as, as we were saying before, that, you know, in pop music, for one thing, you've got fewer and fewer superstars. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I remember, you know, 20 years ago, and and you'd have hundreds of superstars. Now now you've got maybe a dozen. So it's really yeah. being, you know, cracked down upon. And then you look at, the, you know, what they put out, and you've got all kinds of weird symbology, you know, things that, I mean, look at, you know, hip-hop and rap, and, and you've got all these, like, satanic images and stuff, which never used to be a part of that. That was, like, reserved for heavy metal. And it's like, what's going on yeah. there? You know, and right. you, you've got certain pop stars that uh, are supposed to appear to, you know, appeal to, you know, like teens and preteens and uh, the way, the way they, uh, their shows and, and their, their dances and their costumes and their symbols and stuff. It's just like, what is this? This would never have been allowed back, you know, it's, you know, the sixties and seventies and eighties, you know, parents would have been outraged, you know, and shut it all down. Mm-hmm. Now it's just being, a, it's a matter of course. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, my daughter listens to that. What? And these shows for kids and, and everything. Yeah, how is it all being affected? Well, fewer and fewer people are being allowed to be superstars anymore. you got to sort of pass their initiation. Uh, it, yeah, I didn't uh, like, I was upset about the Grammys. I just felt like... Uh, you know, cause I, I do watch the Oscars, I do watch the Grammys. When I was watching the Grammys, I went, oh, my God, it's just like three people got everything. You I know. know what I mean? It just didn't seem right to me. And it's, it's, and then when I, uh, I never have, I don't think, about one of one person's song, never, not once. And then uh, that person got the big prize. I was kind of yeah. shocked. I was kind of shocked at yeah, well, it's all rigged. Of course, it's, it's been rigged. Yeah, it's not like it was like a rigged job again. And I didn't feel that way the last time this happened. This time I did. I went, who made that promise of this? Because it's just so, I don't know. It does nothing for me. Nothing. I, I can't even tell you how boring it is. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know how they got the top and keep getting the top. And it's the well, same you look stuff. At Taylor, you look at Taylor Swift. Kirsten I know. Taylor, Try not to mention her name. Well, we're, we're pulling <laughs> in ahead. now almost $4 million per live concert net yeah. profit. You know, it's the music industry is becoming like almost like the NBA. You know, yeah. you've got 12 that's, that's guys on 30 teams. There's only four or 500 jobs. You know, the odds of playing in the NBA or the NFL are like the same odds as you and I would have going to the moon. 
And <laughs> as it, and it's it's the same. It's becoming the same way in the music industry. And that's why you're seeing these ridiculous sums of money that they're bringing in at these concerts. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder how much you pay your publicist every month. I mean. Yeah, if you can but, even trust the reports. You know, I, I I think it's all doctored, you know. I think there are a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, popular artists who, you know, we're being told are immensely popular, but I, I think it's just a cover story. You know, that's, you, what I was, that's the feeling I had. I swear, I was thinking, this has got to be rigged. Yeah, I mean, if you control the media, you could say, oh, yeah, so-and-so is the biggest artist in the world. And, and I, I see things all the time where some artist I never heard of is just like, oh, yeah, what do you mean, you never heard of them? It's like, no, they didn't even exist last week. Now, all of a sudden, they're the biggest thing who ever was. Yeah, yeah. If you control the media, you could tell people anything you want. I mean, think about it, Charlene. If you owned the media, you know, if you were part of that small elite group that controls all of media, and there was a, a, an artist that you really liked, you could just put the message out on, on every channel that, yeah, they're huge and everybody loves them. And then guess what? They're huge and everybody loves them. <laughs> yeah. That's what they do. That's exactly what Wow, that's a good point about everything. If you said it that way about everything, if this it gets just to be like a little, you know, well, uncreative you know, it, little tiny group, yeah, I guess. It you know it didn't used to be this bad. I mean, if you go back, um, to, you know, even the seventies, you know, there there were so many record labels, right? There were there were a lot of them, and they all competed with one another. Now you you've got what? Three companies that own everything. Yeah. That's not right. right. That's why there's so there are so few pop stars because you got three companies that uh, just you know well let's, let's just promote these and let's not worry about it, having a, a roster of you know a thousand artists. Let's just have a handful because they really don't care. They most of the people in the music business, you know, on the business side, they don't know anything about music and they don't care. Well, as person to person, without being violent, I want to ask you guys a question without being violent, because some would say, you know, terrorism is trying to break up something. But anyway, I just think that's just an effort to have us in fear. But how can the yeah. person individually combat the pressure of fitting in to all this? How can, is there any kind of ethical book or group of people that can, you know, they can learn from and, uh, you know, just be their own individual person because we really need everybody. Everybody's born an individual. We need people to stay that way. But be yeah. together and but still stay themselves. That's what it is. It's just yeah. rely on yourself, you know. Uh, if you need to, to gauge what's happening in the world, then go out into it. Look for yourself. You know, I mean, it would be great if, if people were world travelers. The more you get around, the more you get a sense of what's really going on. But we all don't all have that ability. But try and go out, at least into your own community, and and if you hear about something that uh, supposedly we're supposed to be afraid of, do you see evidence of it? If you don't, to really you got to take it with a grain of salt because maybe it's just hype. Yeah, like El Nino. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even I things down, yeah, down to the weather or or disease or, you know, uh, p- 
people you know having to worry about terrorism or, or anything like that. Do you see it in your own world view? Do you go out and encounter any of these things? That's your gauge. Now you you, you obviously can't you know monitor everything unless you know you're really out there in the world traveling everywhere. But um, you know if if there's an earthquake somewhere you know on the other side of the planet. Okay, fine. It, it probably happened, and you have no way of, of knowing otherwise. But if something is supposed to affect you and your community, do you see it? That's your gauge. Do you mm-hmm. see it? And can you believe your eyes? Think about that. Can you? <laughs> well. <laughs> well. Uh, believe your heart. Mm. Okay, it's it's really Mm. your greatest gauge. You know there are brain cells in your heart. Yes. That's a a scientific fact. There are brain cells in your heart. And so, you know, when people say, yeah, my heart tells me this, well, guess what? Your heart is telling you something. There are actually brain cells in there. So do you feel it right there at the center of your being? That's your, your, your real gauge if it doesn't feel right to you then don't buy into it right. you may be found yeah. out that you know it was true well okay fine but if you've got no real gauge you know if you don't have you know government insiders feeding you information or, or you're, you're involved in, in certain areas of science or whatever then you, you're not going to know Unless you're able to think for yourself and just, you know, listen to your heart. Does it feel right? If it doesn't feel right, don't buy into it. Because it won't matter one way or another if you're you're right or you're wrong. Um, You know, unless you're somebody in a position of power to actually do something. But in your own life, you've got to listen to your heart. What feels right? Just go with that. There are a million right. different paths for every human being. We don't we don't follow the same path. Each life is different. So does it feel right to you? That's the thing that will wake you up and allow you to live a positive life. And don't buy into the fear because fear is a control mechanism. I do think you have to go out there and live a life. I think you do have to get uh, education somehow, even if you teach yourself uh, through uh, research and things like that. But I think it's a good idea for me uh, going to school and listening to as many different sizes, opinions as you can, and then, uh, you know, find stuff out for yourself. I think that, uh, you know, we're we're getting into so many cover-ups and weirdness and full-out lies and then oh, the change of the next day, oh, uh, we didn't need to say that. People are lying so much. And, you know, of course, we always say that about politicians. But but I've got very disappointed this time, unlike before, where I just think, you know, well, you know, that there, it's a war out there and they're, they're fighting for their spot. But now it's just, uh, it's so stupid. Do you know what I'm saying? I just feel the stupidity of it is embarrassing. Well, of course. 
it's, it's all marketing and, and control and fear and all of that. I mean, look at look at the uh, you know our political leaders. I mean, who, who are you? Who are our choices? Are these the people who are are the, the smartest and most experienced people in their field, or are they simply rich politicians? I mean, who are we voting for here? You know. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Somebody's supposed to know know something. Somebody who was on a committee for you know climate change or whatever. Are they are they scientists or are they politicians? Well, if they're politicians, why are you voting for them? What the hell do they know? Right. Right. Well, I mean, we yes. should be, we should be putting people in positions of power who are actually you know the smartest people in that field. Exactly. But how many of those do we have? Do we have any of those? Not many. In, in, so, so what the hell are we voting for? Here? We had, we had, a, uh, uh, you know, me. We had a very a couple, a couple that were not only classy but had, they're very smart, and their daughters are also smart, smart people. Yet, inside this whole freaking time, like, what the hell? You know what I mean? It's scary that they've been hated on, unlike any other president in history and they're both a congressional I guess they're both lawyers but one he's a congressional lawyer and everything else I don't think he's you know been a perfect person like nobody is but he sure isn't what people are saying I mean just so hateful about it like oh my god you gotta worry yeah, if they're gonna well, the president you know, off once again it's all divisiveness and to keep us yeah. you know divide it's all about that and Congress really? can't pass it any you know yeah. thing because all all they do is infight and it's all a smokescreen. That's what I mean. Tell me something real. Fighting against the other. No, it's all a smokescreen. Look, everybody in, in Congress and the Senate. I mean, they're all rich for the most part. Yeah, and they're all they all get you know uh, political contributions from some of the the biggest corporations there are. I mean, do you, you trust anybody who's got that kind of money? I don't. I say it's just resist, resist the pull of public sentiment, okay. and don't follow the herd. Think for yourself. Yeah. At You're the right. exact moment you hear somebody telling you you should know about this, or why don't you, or why are you not onto this, or what's how come you don't? Whoa, you know, that's that's those that's that's what you avoid. Do the opposite of what everybody else is doing. <laughs> you know, if if you know, we we live in this yeah. culture where being a rebel is is glorified, and uh, but you know, you look at all these people who claim to be rebels; they're all doing the same thing. If if you really want to rebel, follow your heart. Yeah. Yes. You want and, to, and, you're not rebelling and, if you're doing what everybody else is doing, and so this is where the the media, the, the politicians, even the even the books, the textbooks that we read. You know, history would be great if only it were true. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, we sure found out that a lot of myths. At the exact moment, we start to hear, "Oh, well, this is." As soon as you hear a, a news story that says, "Here are the facts that we know at this moment," that's when you know it's it's all. It's all BS. That's that's when you that's that's what they're saying is we don't know, but this is what we want you to believe. 
It's true. And and another thing that, you know, and, and Gilly and I have had this, this conversation, I bring this up a lot. Don't buy into revolution. Yes. Okay. Revolution is a closed loop. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is something I like to say. Because what yeah. is a revolution? What is revolution? It goes around and around and around. That's a revolution. If well, it goes around and yeah. around, it's a closed loop, and it's just going to keep going around and around and around. you got to break For thousands free of, it. of years. Yeah. Yes. We're seeing we're that in the Middle East now. Thousands you know, of years. A revolution. What is a revolution? Something that's going to go around and around and around. Right. No. Break free of revolution and think for yourself. Listen to your heart. Get out of the loop. Right. I got to be in the loop. Don't have to buy into the into the either or. You know they 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 give us this illusion that we're free by giving us the choice. Well, you can you can have McDonald's or Burger King. You're you're free. And (laughs) really, and you know, free is uh, you're free indeed if you can. I'm just glad I'm here and I'm not somewhere else. You know what I mean? Because. I like what I, I don't like a lot of things, but I do like the uh, you know how hard my uh, grandparents fought to be over here, and that um, you know freedom meant so much to them, and uh, well, it's just uh, you know I, I what freedom means something to every human being alive. We all want to be free. Yeah, we all want to be free. Yes, that's and what yes, I was saying. You know, we can talk about, you know, things, you know, our families and, and the American way of life and how much we love it. And, yeah, I, I mean, I, I love it here and I, I love my life. But what do you know about other people? Have you gone and lived anywhere else? I mean, don't you really can't criticize somebody else if you don't uh, know anything about them. And you and can't if just you listen don't understand. Try to understand all, the person. I don't. That's that's the only thing. I mean, look, we're all human beings. And we all want to be free. So, I guess one of the questions is how much freedom do we have in our country? Uh, you know, and to compare it against somebody else, I don't know. I, I've met people from other countries who are very happy, mm-hmm. and they yeah. they seem to have certain freedoms that that I don't. Well, that's why you're you're seeing a lot of these countries in the Mideast are resisting this. They they don't they they're, they feel as though they're free enough. They don't want the quote freedoms of democracy. They're happy with the way things are, and they 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 don't want money that has interest and debt attached to it. They don't want to take a loan that has interest. They've, they've got a pretty good thing happening over there, and they're fighting this. They're resisting this, and yeah. they're happy. They 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 know that. Along with democracy goes economic slavery. I mean, we're we're told by the American media that oh yes, we're exceptional. The Americans are exceptional. I don't know. You know, some people say as low as twenty trillion. Some people say as high as eighty trillion. That's our debt. How exceptional really are we? Yeah, man, that's that's. Wow. And, you know, we're breaking our arms, patting ourselves on the back. And you really take a close look at what's happening. You know, and again, I'll say this like I said the last time. I love the country, but we're not exceptional. Yeah, and and the last, the last okay, thing you so, want to do is go around saying, "Can well, I make a little tiny one. announcement right now?" Well, I got sure. Okay, I've got somebody on the line. 
Error code two two four. Uh, if you want me to pick up the phone, you got to push number one so I can see a little question mark. So I don't uh, barge in on you if you're just listening to the phone. So push number one, then I'll see a question mark. Error code two two four. Anyway. So, yeah, if you want to call in, please press number one so I know because I've been watching people and they're not doing the calling directions. Anyway, okay, so. uh, um, Do you have somebody on the line? Anyway, so what? Well, you want me to try? Okay, I'll try. Hold on a minute. Somebody wants to talk. Okay, error code. Yeah, okay, error code 224. uh, I'm going to get you on the line here, and if you don't want to say anything, just don't. I'll I'll just hang up. Hello, Erico 224. What's your first name, please? Mm-hmm. They're just listening, see? Do you have a question? Yeah, okay. Right All right, no, nobody has to if they don't want to. No, they don't have to. They, yeah, they get okay. well, so, so off. Okay, so let's just go back to our yeah, conversation. Yeah, let's keep going. You okay, know, so, uh, look. <laughs> Things in this world, look, people are different. Different parts of the world have have different cultures, and people look very different and act very different. They have different belief systems, and that's all good. Yeah. I mean, different languages. Look, Kelly and I have have talked about this before. I believe that (laughs) the origins of every race on this planet comes from some other planet, which is why so many people are just like, you know, written language, spoken language. Various, you know, characteristics. I, I think we all have origins from somewhere else, so we have to be tolerant. Otherwise, we're just not going to get along because you're never going to see eye to eye with everybody. It's just not no. going to happen. So to say, I'm better than you are. And it's is, great seeing all these different uh, cultures and things. And I love that. And I, I, I'm a, I like I, I said it. earlier in the show, I'm a multipolarist. I like. Uh, I think yeah, everybody okay. should. Everybody brings something special to the table. They're all great, you know. And um, mm. you know, I, I I think that's part of the whole Illuminati cabal New World Order plan is to eliminate borders, eliminate cultures, eliminate even races. And you know, I, I it's, there's something sick about that to me. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Um, it's, no, it's not going to happen. It, but no, I I, I agree. But I, it's you can accept if you could just. Just postulate for a minute that each major race on this planet has its origins from a different planet somewhere else in the universe. Then there's no way you could possibly expect us all to think the same way. And really, if you think about it, if you look at the, the various differences in in you know the races, they're pretty significant. Even when it comes down to language, how is it that the human race wouldn't develop one very similar type of language. Why are they so vastly different? That's always puzzled well, me. Well, in the Bible, they have an answer for it, but not everybody, you know, will believe that. But they call it Babel. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. but you know, I I believe some of those stories are, were interpreted incorrectly and I'm not sure what to think about that except that, that maybe there there was a point in which there was sort of a, a port for various races to come down here hmm. and that could be it yeah now language oh, I, I, you know if we have certain words that we all share though so you may be right because I'm remembering now that the common words are milk and mama 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And every culture says the same mama. You know, everybody knows mama and everybody knows milk. Yeah. You know, and uh, it all sounds the same. It's spelt the same and it goes on and on. Every culture, it's the same thing. So we may have mm-hmm. spoken that. You know, we all had one language at once. We just don't now. You know, then there's so many different dialects. I was at the doctor once and um, this couple came in, a, a mother and a daughter. I could tell they were from Greece right away, just the way they dressed and how careful she was with her mother. And I've only seen that like in Greece or Italy or something like that. Uh, anyway, so uh, but I listened to them talk and I went, what the heck? It sound sort of, I hear Greek so well, but it actually sounded Spanish mixed in with maybe Greek. So I asked her, I said, you're speaking Greek, right? And she said, yeah, I am. I said, I don't understand a word you're, you're saying. And she said, well, I'm part of I'm some part of uh, whatever. She said, we speak this different dialect. And I just was, I was pretty shocked. Yeah. It was pretty much one language. Dialect, dialect makes sense. But radically yeah. different languages, they all came from the same place. And, uh, right. Most languages sounds very similar, you know? Written language would look rather similar. I mean, if, if we all have the same genetics, then why wouldn't we evolve in a very similar path? Hmm. Why does it? Why does the Chinese alphabet have like a thousand letters in it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> they're they're only doing it a bit. I mean, you yeah, know, compared it's to very all difficult the other languages that are very simple, you, you know, ours only has, you know, what, 26, I think. Well, what does it mean? What does it mean? We can't even just remember. It's, it's just fascinating to look at, you know. So, no, when it Curtis really first is. said that to me, I was like, wow. And then, then I said to Curtis, I asked him, well, is everybody going to go back to the same planets they came from sometime? And he said, well, I'm not sure they even look like they <laughs> look look." Looked like yeah. they did when they when they came from the from whatever planet they came from. He says, "I don't think any of us look like that anymore ha- after having been here for so long." I thought that was yeah. There's been a lot of manipulation and things, and and you know, cross genetics and and you know, homogenization that's gone on on this planet. And I don't think any of us, you know, if we do come from different perspectively. <laughs> And yeah, there's there's been some changes over over the uh, millennia, <laughs> but I think it's interesting just to to ponder that fact. If each race has its origins from another planet, then that would explain our differences. And then if we are genetically different, then don't expect us all to get along. Don't yeah. expect us all to think the same way or have the same rituals because we won't. And if you respect mm. that, yeah. after that this planet is diverse and we must allow it to continue to be diverse. Yes. Yeah, and we should uh do do what we have to do to to make sure it, it stays that way. We should protect all the cultures and the yeah. different we, we types should. of people. Yeah. We should celebrate them and, and be happy about yeah. it. And we, you know, we should celebrate our differences, saying. you know, and and yeah. and joke about it, you know. I mean, I know I agree. Yeah, I'm, I a, agree I'm a white that... guy. I'm I'm 10 percent Cherokee Indian, but I'm a white guy, I guess. And you know, I I can't jump, I can't dance, and <laughs> but it, it's funny but and it's okay, music. you know. Yeah, it's, yeah, you know, it's <laughs> well, okay. I, as soon as we all learn to poke fun at ourselves, I think things are going to start getting better. 
You just look at, at the origins of the United States. I mean, this was a great experiment, bringing people from all over the, the world to come and live in one place. And what happened? I mean, we led the way in, in all sorts of technologies and sciences and, and philosophies because we all came together with different views and we were able to accomplish things that any one culture wasn't able to do on its own because we benefit from one another. Yes. And we Correct? will have to, you know, what we find out is that uh, during the harsh times is when people do pull together, it seems like to me. You know, it's when we have the luxury of uh, standing apart and uh, not helping each other is during a calmer time, but... When the crap hits the fan, we do seem to it brings the best out in us, you know. But we, I think we have a lot of uh, luxury now, per se. Let's say, you know, not everybody, of course. But you can stand to stay in your house by yourself. But it can't. It's not going to be like that, you know. I think. I think what's going to happen if if we do have a crashing down of uh, this new world order or whatever, and everything fails, we'll just start back up again, you know. And you have to work. Everybody has to have a skill, you know, and do something. It used to be like that, but not, but the world as it is has separated us. And, you know, divide and conquer, of course. But I think, I believe this is all stemming from, uh, that this is uh, actually, like I said before, a battle of good and evil. And that the bottom line is uh, there's a dark force and there's a light force. And then the dark force would like us all to just die. You know yeah. what I mean? Suffer. And then there's a light force that's going to outwin in the end anyway. It's going to win. Well, it's, it's already winning. Yes. Okay. But that's what I want to hear about. So, I, so I we, see we signs are winning. Everywhere. Yes, I see signs of it everywhere. So quit listening to mainstream media or, or buying into the message of, because it's, it's not valid. There's so many good things happening right now. I mean, the, the three of us are, are examples of that. And we all know people who are were examples of that. Mm-hmm. And go out into your community, and you're going to find a whole story. Because, you know, the light is shining very bright. Things are on the threshold of great change. Be afraid of that. We just have to, it's amazing. We just have to keep trying, and uh, trying is good. And even Gene Hackman said at the beginning of the Poseidon Adventure, when he gave his little preacher yeah. thing, you know, he told everybody, God likes people who try. Uh, That's so never true. That line. Really, because Ackman, I say know. that, yeah, because I, because because people ask me, "How are you?" I said, "Well, I'm pretty persistent. I'm pretty persistent person, so I don't, I don't really give up easily. So I keep trudging ahead. So, uh, so what do you guys got going on for the future? Because we're coming at the end of the show now, and I want to hear what you guys have coming up. Well, and when how can we hear it? How can they get a hold of you guys? And if they want to hear your tunes, where where, where do you want me to direct them? Just tell everybody. Oh, go ahead. Well, go to go to snewu.com, S-N-E-W-Y-O-U.com. That's uh, the band website. And you can email us from there. Or, you know, you, you can go on Facebook and find us. Just type in Snoo, um, Twitter, you know, all those usual places that are now seeming to become corrupt. But you can still reach us there. <laughs> uh <laughs> Yeah, and you can find us on iTunes and Amazon, all those all those places. So, uh, yeah, we, we'd love to have you take a listen to the music we're making, and which is, is all got positive messages. Pretty much everything we're talking about tonight 
is buried in the the songs that we uh, we write, and it's it's all something we we'd love to get some feedback on. So go take a listen. Yeah, awesome. And Absolutely. then uh, and then you guys are welcome back anytime. If you want to tackle any subject? I mean, it's been a pleasure to have two handsome gentlemen on here that are absolutely brilliant and doing something good for the world. And I'm going to thank you guys so much for uh, tuning in yet again. And uh, Thanks for having us. Hope yeah, anytime, thank you. Anytime. And I wish you, you guys all the best. And I'll be, I'm going to keep doing it because I'm pretty persistent. No, that's my, that's yeah, my record. That's, all, just, that's what you got to do. You love doing it. I you can tell. Yeah, it's uh, uh, thrilling. It's like scary, but I'm doing it. There's only two mistakes you can make on on the beginning of a journey, not starting and not finishing. Exactly. On that note, I want to wish you guys well, and uh, thank you. I'm going to close out the show now, and uh, God bless you. And thank you so much for your informative, uh, uh, all your info that you give us, and along with the music, it's uh, it's exciting, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in and being on. And thanks to all your listeners for tuning in. Thanks, thank you. Thank you very you. much. Okay, bye, you guys. Love you too. Bye, bye, Kelly. Take care, you guys. Okay, bye, bye. Bye. See you later. Okay, bye, bye. 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 So that was uh, Kelly McGee and Curtis Don Vito of the band Snooze. You can find them on Facebook. Just put S-N-E-W. You're going to find them, and there's some great guys, and I love uh, Curtis so much. We've been friends for years and years and years, and he's one of my main confidants, and I want to thank you, Curtis, for that, for always listening and being there for me. Uh, Carlson said this, where love rules, there is no will to power, and where power predominates, there is love lacking. And the one is a shadow of the other. So don't be a shadow. Be a light for somebody else. So next week, we'll come in another special, extra special show. And I look forward to seeing you at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time every Friday on the Paranormal and Sacred. Good night, all. Take care. Bye-bye.